Hello there, fellow warrior. I want you to think about speaking to yourself the way you speak to others. Unless you don't speak to others so well, then, you know, don't do it that way. But you know what I'm talking about. We typically are much more careful what we say to others than what we say to ourselves. That's terrible, isn't it? And, you know, I think that we also kind of step over the line and, and speak to the people we love the most in ways that we probably wouldn't speak to acquaintances or, you know, it's kind of like if you look at your life in these, in, in like a ring or something, people in your inner circle, you kind of take a little more liberty, don't you? And then as the rings go out and you, you know people and trust people less and less, we're a little more careful, right? We're more careful about how we speak to the person who's serving us in a restaurant sometimes than our own spouses, which that's a whole nother podcast. But what I'm really talking about is the kind of things that we do. Let's say, for instance, a friend says to you, I'm just getting so fat. Your first instinct would be to say, you look great, right? Or something like that. You would dispel it. If they said, like I do all the time, and I've, I, I have to really rein this in. I'm talking to myself right now. My stomach's gotten so fat. It's like one day I woke up and it was just this growth was there. If I said that to somebody about my stomach, they would say, oh, you're pretty, you're, you know, whatever. I mean, and and I think what they would be thinking in their mind, because this is what I would do, they'd be looking at all your other features that are so great and ignoring that. But we don't do that about ourselves, right? We hone in on something and we just carry on. And this is what I'm talking about. This is so important because there are two ways that we talk to ourselves, right? We talk to ourselves in our head and then out loud. I would say that out loud is more important because our brain tends to believe what we hear. And especially when it comes from your voice. So that's important. But before we even get to that, we have to consider what we are saying to ourselves, not out loud, because that's where it all begins. Everything that we say or do begins with a thought. I mean, I know sometimes it feels like words come popping out of your mouth without any kind of thought. <laughs> yes, we do have a subconscious, and sometimes it goes like brain to mouth in a nanosecond. But in general, things start with our thoughts. So we've got to rein those in first. So your self-talk, what are you saying to yourself all day long? Are you, are you constantly bagging on yourself? I'm so fat. I'm so stupid. I can't do that. Or sometimes we don't just say it that way. We say it to ourselves, right? It's like we have two people inside of us, us and us, <laughs> right? You talk to yourself like in the third person. You go, you dummy. What were you thinking? Look how fat you're getting. What's wrong with you? We say these kind of things. I wonder if those are more dangerous because it's almost as if someone else is saying them to us when we frame them in that way. So I want you to do that. Consider some of the ways that you have been speaking at or to yourself lately in your head. And then think about ways that you can reframe it. Stop it in its tracks. In fact, I have in my nine weapons of hope, I have something that I call your disruptor word. And I'm going to go ahead and share it with you here. And I think I've shared it on another podcast, but use a disruptor word. So a word that's powerful for you. For me, I use legacy because my legacy, the piece of me that's left in this world forever and, and deposited in other people, I take seriously. The fact that I'm impacting other people, I take seriously. And I know that I'm not perfect. And I know that I irritate people. And I know I say things I shouldn't. And I know, you know, I'm not talking about perfection here. But what I'm saying is that 
that would that that's an impactful word for me. You can choose whatever word you want. But if you're thinking these thoughts, you could literally say out loud legacy. Now, if you're walking through the grocery store, somebody might think you're a nut job, but so what? You could whisper it. Out loud's important, but if you can use an impactful word, it will disrupt your thoughts, right? It'll do like, whoop, it'll stop your thought. But then you've got to replace the thought. You've got to replace it with a different version of words. You've got to come up, you don't leave a vacuum. So that's one thing you can do. Now, you can also do it with words that you say out loud. You can stop yourself dead in your tracks. So, you know, you know what happens out loud is, now, this can just be by yourself. We'll get into when you're around other people in a minute, but you're, you're by yourself and you drop something and you break it. What's the first thing you say out loud? You dummy. What were you thinking? How did you do that, right? You're, you're just beating the hell out of yourself. I'm thinking that... If somebody else were there and they broke something, you might go, it's okay. Like it's only a plate or whatever it was. It's not a big deal. You would say that to them, right? But we don't do that to ourselves. Why? I mean, this self-flogging's got to go. So use that disruptor word to stop. Now, another thing we do then is we do this around other people. We put ourselves down. Now, I, I'm going to do a little caveat here because, you know, I'm Scottish and Irish and, you know, we can't help it. I tend to be self-deprecating. And lots of times it's for laughs, right? I mean, it, it's kind of for fun. It's not fishing for a compliment. It's not being down and, oh my gosh, I'm trying to be passive aggressive. It's nothing like that. It's really just kind of fun because, you know, it gets laughs. And, and I like to laugh and I like to make other people laugh. So I've always had big arms. I mean, no matter in my thinnest days, I've always had big arms. And they don't get definition, by the way. It doesn't matter. I could do 900 push-ups a day. There's no definition coming here. And so they've always been pretty big, pretty good size. And so I always tell people that I have four legs and no arms. And when I say that to somebody and they catch what I just said, it cracks them up. And then I sometimes I go on to say, well, I'm just really glad that God put hands on the end of these two legs. But, you know, it gets some laughs. So that, that's kind of fun. But I mean, the fact of the matter is I do have big arms too. I'm not necessarily putting myself down. So, so that, that's just in good fun. But you know the difference. You know the difference between just flogging yourself in front of other people. Another way that we do that is if somebody gives us a compliment, we don't accept it, which a guy told me a long time ago was very rude. You know, you hand someone a gift and they just fling it back at you. That's not nice. So when someone gives you a compliment, you have to learn how to say thank you. That's it. You don't have to say anything else. But what do we do? They say, oh, you look really great. And you go, oh, my God, I've gained 20 pounds. Really? How could I look great? Oh, I love your hair. Oh, my God, this is like day four hair. I need a haircut. Look at the roots coming in. You know, we don't just say, well, thank you. Why don't you try that? I'm telling you what, those two words are pretty powerful when somebody gives you a compliment. And, and, and why not? Number one, it's a gift. Number two, it'll make you feel better. Number three, it's rude back to them if to not just say thank you. I mean, they're giving you, they're being generous. They're not just making stuff up. So I think that, you know, in the case of dropping what I said, dropping a plate, why don't you just go, oops? I mean, you could say nothing, but you know, something's going to pop into your head. You could just go, oh, oops. Uh oh, okay. Well, you know, it's just a plate. And you know, you look in the mirror and you think, oh gosh, I've gained weight. You could also look in the mirror and say, but you know what? I still have a really pretty smile. You know, I mean, there's just so many ways that you can reframe what you think and what you say. I'm here to tell you, 
If most of us spoke to others the way that we speak to ourselves, we wouldn't have very many friends, would we? We should love ourselves. I mean, God gave us the gift of life and we go around and we trash this, this gift. You know, this, this child of God. And, and again, if you don't believe in, in God, you know, I guess you're going to have to kind of twist this to, you know, have some, some other meaning that makes good sense to you. But I mean, that's just rude. You know I mean? Why are we doing that? Sometimes if Rich will do something like that, if he'll say, oh, you dummy or whatever, I'll go, don't talk to my husband like that. So I think, obviously, I don't think, I know. The reason we do that is that we're lacking confidence in some way. We're lacking something, right? We're lacking hope, happiness, faith. I don't know what it is. It's something that we are missing or something that we need to build up. We blame, we shame our thought life has just become very, very corrupt. So we need a, a new mindset. We need new ways of looking at ourselves and our lives. And it's a process. I mean, I think the nine weapons of hope are amazing that I have in my Warriors and Hope memberships. That's great. I mean, great tools to move into this space. But that's why I gave you just even this little tidbit here, because I'm feeling like if you could just use that, that disruptor word, that would be very powerful in your life. Another tip I want to give you on this is to surround yourself with people that lift you up, with people who don't accept you putting yourself down, and with people who, who lift you up, people who believe in you, people that have confidence in you, people that are working toward becoming better. I think I said this in the last, one of the last couple podcast recordings, you know, people say, oh, I'm not into that, you know, self-help, self-improvement stuff. Okay, so you don't want to improve yourself. Okay, that to me sounds foolish. Why would we not want to be improving ourselves? Until the day we die, we, sh we should be doing some kind of an improvement. I'm not saying that you're, we're so flawed and messed up that we just have to work tirelessly on self-improvement. You know, there's a balance. And, and self-improvement, by the way, is living in peace and being happy and being joyful. It's not this whole, you know, crazy rush to become somebody else. It's just refining ourselves. The world's full of information and perspective. We should always be wanting to grow and change and be better. Why not? I don't want to be the same person on my deathbed that I am today. I want to be a better version of myself. So I do think it's important that you surround yourself with people like that. So join us in our Trauma Disruptors community at TraumaDisruptors.com. You'll find a lot of people like that. And by the way, these aren't going to be all people who've, you know, just made it and there's no trouble in their life. Everybody in my Trauma Disruptors community has trouble in their life. Everybody has trouble in their life, let's face it. But I mean, these people have walked through some really tough stuff, like you. All sorts of varying degrees of, of different situations. It, it's a whole mixed bag. But we're, we all kind of have the same mindset. The mindset is that we don't want the trauma to keep ruling our lives anymore. We're, we're, we're wanting to overcome it, to disrupt it, to stop it, and then to use it. That's the coolest part of all. So I hope to see you there in my community. And until then, wherever you are in this world, whatever you're going through, remember you're not alone. I'm standing right there with you. Mm -hmm.